Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark. I am joined, Hello. of course, by Jackie. Hi. Jackie filling in for miles on this podcast by interrupting me. Yes. Before I'm even done with one or two sentences. You thought you were going to get away with it, but no. I thought this would be a nice, clean intro. Uh, no. But it is Mark and Jackie this week only. Well, no. It is Mark and Jackie only this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Miles thought it would be fun to get COVID. Yeah. I think finally, too. I think this is his first time having COVID. Congratulations, Miles. Congratulations, <laughs> Miles. Welcome <laughs> to the new epic. Yeah. The new era. We all hope that Miles feels better soon. I think he's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been it's been like a week, but he can't record because he it's complicated. You Everyone, guys don't you don't need to know the details. You don't need to know the details. <laughs> Everyone go wish Miles uh happy birthday. Wish him a speedy <laughs> negative. Yeah, a speedy negative. There you go. Say Miles, I wish you a a, sp- a speedy negative. A speedy stop being contagious. Yeah. Stop being sick. That shit. That that shit is passe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Miles and I think I don't even know. Miles was probably too sick to even rewatch the goddamn movie. It's just Jackie and me. Uh, it's just a it's just a married couple discussing. It's a, movie. a married couple discussing uh, dinner plans <laughs> and my neighbor Totoro, uh, the 1988 Studio Ghibli Hayao Miyazaki movie, and we'll get into the details. Of that movie in a little bit. But first, we need to check in with our emailer Totoros. No. Oh, okay. My emailers. My inbox. There's nothing nothing wrong with Totoro, really, right? My neighbor Totino's pizza rolls. Mm hmm. Uh, this is the part where we read emails that were sent to us, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. No, you can't have an apostrophe in an email address, so don't try it. We've lost thousands of emails because people keep trying to put the apostrophe. Anyway, this first email, Jackie, would you like to read from Stephen? Okay. This email is from Stephen. The subject line is, Greetings from sunny Kentucky. Hello, my beautiful people. I'm writing from the past, which is to say I started at the beginning of your show and I'm up to episode 31, which is 2017, I think. Anyway, I hope you all are having a wonderful day slash time slash day slash week slash time. I don't really want to pose questions or anything right now since I'm sure you'll have already talked about whatever I want to know in the episode I have yet to listen to. Thanks for being awesome. Thanks, Stephen, for writing in from the past. Thanks, Stephen, and thanks for, yeah, having the wear, the, the foresight to not ask something that we'll get to. Um, also, Stephen, I, I don't know if you plan on listening to any recent episodes, so I don't want to spoil anything, but there's this disease called COVID or coronavirus mm, that's coming. Yeah, watch out for that, man. In a few years, in 2020. Really, it's the end of 2019, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, invest in hand sanitizer. That's what. That's all I'll say. And don't kiss people right on the mouth. Hmm. That's that's what we live in now. Miles came to New Jersey and kissed everybody he saw right on the lips. <laughs> now he has COVID. So enjoy the I'm time try- you have. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of what advice I would give someone from 2017. Something about the stock market. I'm trying to think like <laughs> GameStop. 
Oh, that's it. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, Buy all GameStop. The GameStop stuff. Buy GameStop. GameStop, stock. but then also probably like Johnson and Johnson, Pfizer, Moderna, AMC, AMC. Right, that was another AMC one. AMC was the other meme stock. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Johnson and Johnson, Moderna. Yeah. Well, maybe not Johnson and Johnson. Wasn't that the one shot one that was like killing people? Pfizer. Pfizer no. is a good one. Yes. Yeah, Johnson and Johnson. Not. It not was so a one shot one, which I can't imagine. Yeah. Because each like half of the of the vaccines for me was like one was eh and then one was like oh god mm. anyway uh we got an email from chad of course thanks chad thanks for writing chad this subject line is won't you be my neighbor aloha jjb pod ohana let's take a look at the voice connections for my neighbor totoro do i seem like by the way just to stop reading the email do i seem like an annoying asshole if i go totoro Totoro. Should I say Totoro? My neighbor Totoro. My neighbor Totoro. 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 Because I feel like if I don't do the Japanese accent and I don't sound like an American, then Totoro. I say Totoro. Mm-hmm. And I feel, I feel like a 70-year-old man trying to talk to kids about a band or something. Mm, do it however you, whatever feels right in your heart, Mark. I don't think anything feels right. <laughs> anyway, let's take a look at the voice connections for my neighbor Toe, Toe, Ro. Okay. Younger sister Mei Ksab- Kusakabe? Kusakabe is voiced by Chika Sakamoto, who voiced one of the most challenging opponents Rohan Kishibe ever faced in part four. John Ken Boy, Ken Oyanagi, Stand, Boys Two Men. Depends who you ask, Chad. It could also or be Boy, Boy, Man, Man. Boy, Man, Man. Oh. Yep. Boy man, Older man. sister Satsuki Sakabe is voiced by Noriko Hidaka, who also voiced the young psychic Sumire, who was on the run with Bao, the visitor. She's also had a number of other noteworthy roles, like Inuyasha's Lost Love, Kikyo, hot-headed high school fiancé Akane Tendo from Ranma One Half, and possible note for the pod, of possible note for the pod, she played Noriko Takaya, the main character of Gunbuster. Ah... The unnamed Moving Man is voiced by Shigeru Chiba, who also voiced Part 4 Enemy Stand user Ghost Dad, Yoshihiro Kira. Uh, Adam Hartfather is the stand. The character credited as Originator Grandma, what the fuck, mm. is voiced by Reiko Suzuki, who also voiced the TV version of Part 3 Enemy Stand user Enya Guile, stand name Judgment. Well, I hope everyone is doing well and staying cool this hot, hot summer. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. According to info I looked up while researching voices, My Neighbor Totoro was originally the second half of a theatrical double feature. The first half was the brutally depressing Grave of the Fireflies. We should watch that one, too. P.P.S. Since you have all finally seen My Neighbor Totoro, you can now be subject to the crazy fan theories that have sprung up around it, like the idea that Totoro is the Grim Reaper. I clicked on that link uh, a couple days ago, but I forgot what it's... Well, I kind of remember just stuff about Death. Studio Ghibli has denied the theory according yeah. to the article. So that's fine. So it's just it's just fun to think about. Yeah, I'm not going to read the article like while we're recording, but it's what's the deal that they just like amuse him enough that he doesn't kill their mom and the younger girl that he just No, the girl is dead. That's the theory. Oh. That when if you see Totoro, it's because he's the Grim Reaper and he and you're dead. And so she sees him and she's dead. Um, and then when the sister goes to retrieve her, she goes to the underworld to get her and then they uh, get her. 
and then uh, her mom is the only one that sees her or something like that. So her because her mom is also dead. Uh, that's a little weird. <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to make a movie like that. Um, they. I mean, if that's what it is, they didn't spell it out. But yeah, they've denied it anyway. They've denied it. I don't think they should have denied it. I think they should have left it open-ended. Let fans do what they want. Well, it's a children's movie. Anyway, uh, folks, again, those were emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You can also uh, hear your thoughts read out loud on the podcast with some interruptions and maybe wrong pronunciations. There's also a Patreon you can go to to support the show and determine the show episode content. What I mean is if you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, uh, you can get access to the Patreon feed and help us out with very little money. For even a dollar a month, you get access to the Patreon feed, which includes the occasional missing minutes of audio from the main podcast feed, Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter where he goes over uh, music, his song of the week, and things that we talked about on the podcast that you may not have heard of because you're from far-flung places like Germany or Minneapolis or something. Uh, for $3 a month, you get that same benefit, but also we will thank you out loud by name on the podcast, which we're going to do in a minute. But real quick, I want to say, you can just for a one-time, one-month subscription of 15 bucks or like 11 euros, I don't know, you can boss us around for one episode and say, do a podcast episode about this anime. It can be three episodes of a TV show. It can be a movie. We ask that you do not ask for more than that. But yeah, we've watched a lot of different anime. Sometimes people are like, watch a show that just came out. I want to hear you guys talk about it. Watch a show that I think was criminally overlooked. Watch a show from... 1976 that everyone forgot about uh and we do it we've never ever said hey i can't find this anime i'm sorry we have failed you we've never had to do that um and most of the anime i don't think we tear into too badly but yeah again you can just sign up for the 15 dollars tier send a message say yes you can credit me you can say my name on the on the patreon podcasted episode wait you can say my name on the episode where you talk about the anime I like or whatever and just say watch these three episodes of a show and we'll do it and we'll do it again. Uh, let's say thank you to those $3 people. That's, that's the bad name. $3 people feels like a big insult. All right, it's Jackie, it's you and me. Okay. So thank you to Colin. Clit Rocket. Shoon. Matt. Hentai homie. I love Jojo Uwu. Daniel. Dalton. Soliloquy. Kasun. Lord Zendar. Omar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Nocturnal. Mirror Man. Austin. Tim. Martin. Aquosis. Christian. And Chad. Chad. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot easier and faster with two people in the same room. Maybe. Yeah. I don't think he'll listen to this. Miles? Yeah, maybe we don't need Miles. <laughs> no, we Let's need Miles. Him, we'd save so much no, money. No, we need Miles. We need Miles. We Otherwise, need it's Miles. just 
otherwise it's just a conversation that you and I could have had in our house without the an audience. But people love spying on things. <laughs> they love it. If they the people really want to hear us talk about getting our baby to take a bottle again. No, we need Miles. Pe- Miles is everybody's favorite. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so go to people, you know how many people would stop listening to us if Miles left. This whole list would be one person, <laughs> and it would be whichever person is secretly my mom. Mm. My money, clit rocket. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, patreon.com slash jjbpod. Join the fun. You can give a custom name, I think, on Patreon, so you can make us say stupid shit. You may have heard a few like that in that list. Uh, you can also make us watch an anime that you like or hate if you want to hear us tear into it. Uh, but yeah, this week we're watching My Neighbor Totoro because we wanted to. We've seen a lot of Miyazaki for this podcast, which is cool for me because I had never seen any Miyazaki before doing this. Wow. Uh, by the way, do you need a break? Or should, are I'm, we good, good I'm good, roll? I'm good, I'm good. All right, on. let's keep on rolling. This is a real efficient episode of the podcast. Also, why do we have an email from Digital Underground? Like, I don't know. Let's just record this podcast. From like an 80s hip-hop group? Stop reading your emails. It's not my emails. This is the podcast email. Yeah, it's your email. Jackie, that's a podcast matter <laughs> that must be addressed. I know it's late. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, so we uh, we just wanted to watch it. We were trying to figure out what we would watch while waiting for the next batch of Patreon uh, Patreon picks. Mm-hmm. supporters picks and we watched what has become an icon for studio ghibli it's their like logo it's their logo yeah it's totoro my neighbor totoro or tonari no totoro which just means my neighbor totoro it means like the neighbor totoro yeah that's cute uh it is it, guys i gotta be honest like halfway through or three quarters of the way through this movie i was like i am not gonna have a lot to say about it mm. um it's from 1988. It is written and directed by Miyazaki, so it's not uh, not every Ghibli movie is written and directed by Miyazaki. Not every Miyazaki movie is a Ghibli joint. Mm. Uh, but yeah, this was, it is true that it was released as a double feature with Grave of the Fireflies, which is They're insane. They're very different, yeah. It's like demographics very different. I think Super we should watch Grave, I think we should watch Grave of the Fireflies for this pod too. Yeah, uh, which if you didn't know, Grave of the Fireflies is about uh, like siblings trying to flee the firebombing of their homeland, Japan, their particular town, I think, uh, during World War II. So not funny, not cute, does not involve cute creatures. It's no, a sad movie. It's a sad movie. I've never finished it. And yeah, they came out on the same day. Somehow, even though they're both animated by the same studio, Ghibli. And I, I think I read that like studios were nervous that Totoro, the, the studio was nervous that Totoro wouldn't do well or something. And so they mm. were like, let's do it as a double feature. But really, I mean, it's not even as bad as like the big double feature people are talking about now doing is Barbenheimer. That's not like an official thing, though. That's just people being stupid. Right. But I'm saying even that, like a Twitter joke. Uh-huh. isn't as much of a whiplash as this official double feature mm. going between think about sad you know happenings from a little over 40 years ago of war death 
orphaned children, maybe. I don't know if yeah. they're orphans. Yeah. And then what if you were friends with a cute spirit of the forest? Yeah. You know? Very different vibes. Different vibes. They're both cartoons. Yeah. But you probably shouldn't take kids to see Grave of the Fireflies. Right. Um. But yeah, this movie, it just like, it's pretty good. I think I found it to be all right. Yeah, I didn't like it that much. It doesn't have much of a plot. Yeah. At all. There's like, what even is the conflict? There's only one like in the third act. Where, where the girl disappears and they go to look for her. Yeah, and then that's sort of kicked off by the mom might be really sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. think maybe she's on her way out or something. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and this is, I, I believe it's it's loosely based on Miyazaki's, like, his family situation Aww. with his mom. His mom was sick and was in the hospital all the time. Aw. Um, and so this is a... Uh, sort of a, a personal relationship for uh, a personal work for him mm-hmm. and he said that like the reason why it's about two sisters is because if it was about two boys it would be too close to home for him and he wouldn't be able to do it Aww. so he has a brother i guess he has a brother yeah Aww. i do really like the relationship between the two girls mm-hmm. i think it's very cute how the little one imitates the big one even when it makes no sense yeah, like Sats- they're cute. Satsuki, the big one, checks a room, and then May double checks it for no reason. Mm-hmm. And they're looking for stuff. But yeah. Did you did you do a, a a plot point list? Like more or less, I just took notes in order. You know, um, it starts with an intro um, of the credits. It starts with the credits. It's just like some upbeat music. And you see little bugs, and you see cats, and you see whatever Totoro is. Uh- <laughs> whatever Totoro is, Totoro is like a. A uh, cat, bear, yeah, Snorlax. Yeah. Does he have a rat tail or something? What kind of tail does he have? He has like a Pokemon tail. It's just like a little triangle. Okay. I'm looking at him right now. Yeah, he's like multiple animals at once. Um. Yeah, and so there's two kids and a dad in a truck. And I was like, where's the mama? But we find that out later that she's sick. Um, there's a boy, I forget the boy, the boy's name I don't have written in the beginning, but there's a boy, ah, Kanta, Kanta is kind of into Satsuki, I think, or something, because he's a boy and she's a girl. Yeah, he freaks out whenever he sees her, it's, it's funny. He like blushes, it's very cute. Um, they arrive, so it seems like they moved to be closer to the hospital where the mom is. Um... They get a new house. You're recording, right? Yeah. Okay. That sound was me trying to hit back on a page that had no back or something. Okay. Um. So yeah, they got a new house to be close to the mom. Um. It, 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 I didn't realize that Satsuki was a girl at first. I thought that one was yeah, a boy and one was a girl, too, but yeah. they're both girls. Oh, right. So then when they get to the house, they open up what did they open up? Was it part of the same house or was it a shack? When they open the door, a bunch of the little these little bugs scatter. Like I these th- little dust bunnies. I think that's like the bathhouse. I think it's like a separate uh, thing. Right, right, right. Because there is a room with bath bathtubs. The dad goes to investigate and he tells them, oh, those were dust bunnies. And it sounded like they were mythological creatures, um, which is kind of cute. 
Um, they run around like whenever the girls approach, they like run away and they run into holes and stuff. Um, and they keep like investigating and then telling their dad. And it's a very, it's just a very cute little sequence. Um, and he's like, Oh, I always wanted to live in a haunted house. And, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like, Oh, it's haunted, but it's like cute, like not scary. Um, yeah, this dad is great at, at making shit not a big deal. Yeah. Um, let's see. She cat, uh, May catches one of the dust bunnies in her hand. Um, but it just turns into like soot. Yeah, later on. And then there's like an old lady that shows up and that her name is, is it Nanny? I think they just call her Nanny, but they they just call her like Obachan, like a oh, generic okay. sort of granny name. Okay, okay. She's the, she's the the next door neighbor. Okay. Um, she's like related to Kanta, isn't she? The nanny, the grandma. Yeah, I think she's his grandmother. Okay. Um, their feet are black. They trail some soot. I sneezed. You you can you'll see that There's nice no on your in. on your audio track. You'll be able to see. You know that. how I said Miyazaki would find it too painful to make a movie about <laughs> boys. This is too painful to leave in this part. It's going to be a rectangle. That sneeze <laughs> on the sound editor. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, and uh, so the dad said, "Oh yeah, if you keep smiling, the dust bunnies will leave, and then they'll decide where to go next." Um there's a cute montage of them unpacking and setting up their house and getting it all, you know, settling it in and stuff, which is cute. Uh, It's a lot of cute sequences in this movie. It's very sweet. Um, The dad and the girls are all in a bath together during a storm. I guess you have to do this. I don't know if you have to do this. I I don't know. I guess because I th- I think they're under a certain age, so it's okay probably, and pl- and their family, but um, but no. Usually you see like w- like the boys all bathe together. At least in like Japanese shows and stuff. Usually you see like, the boys all bathe together, and then or the men all bathe together, and then um they, I think leave the water, for the next group. Well, I guess they don't leave the water because that's gross. I guess they just redraw it for the next group. But it's like to save water, you don't want to have like, right. you know, everybody draws the bat, you know, just like have everybody do it at the same time. Um, I don't really know how it works in that culture. But anyway, but I the, thought... The older sister, Satsuki, is 10 years old. Okay. I think that's too old to bathe with your father. I don't know. What do I know? I think... I'm guessing it's just cultural differences. It might you know? be, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think in U.S. culture that would be weird for sure. But I guess not because they put it in a movie. So it must not be weird for the Japanese. At, at least 1988 Japanese. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, bathhouse bath culture is like, just I think being naked is like not a big deal, you know? But it's always, the bathhouses are always divided by gender. That, yeah, it is, but I think but that is, just yeah, like but it is a thing because that, like, they're family and because they're children, it like kind of doesn't count. Just, like the girls are prepubescent. Now the dad, they're gonna remember what the dad looks like naked, I guess, which I do think is weird. But may, but maybe it's just different culture. Like bodies are bodies. Who cares? You they know? don't really do circumcision in Japan. I don't think. 
So maybe if you have like an intact foreskin, it's like not even like being naked. You know, well, it's like you're just all covered maybe, up. Or maybe, maybe you know what? They're in the bath. Like maybe you can't really see anything, and then when he gets up, he covers himself with a towel, and it's just not a big deal. You know? Yeah, maybe. You could probably bathe because it's not like you're naked. So you could probably bathe her until she like hits puberty, and it's not a big deal. I think. Well, I I think she could bathe herself before way before. Right, that. right, right. Or you could bathe her until she knows how to bathe herself, and that's yeah. it. You know. But anyway. I wonder when that is, because I feel like if you let a six-year-old bathe herself, she'd be like, uh-huh, I did it, and then she just, like, ate soap. I think uh, probably when they're old enough not to drown but in that's, the bathtub. But, but this is what I'm saying, is, like, a lot of, even then, I guess you could still just go watch to make sure, but, like, because, like, if you let a five- or six-year-old, like, yeah. do they know how to wash themselves properly? Yeah. I guess you got to wait until you know until they know what they're doing. Yeah, you got to wait until they know what they're doing. I don't know. So they can stand up in the shower and they can um wash all the parts. All the parts. All and they do it all in order. Yeah, I don't know. According to some soap company. Anyway. Yeah, so they take a bath in a storm. Oh, by the way, Jackie, did you I did not realize it till like just now, but do you know why they moved out there? Because the mom was sick. Yeah, I didn't get that till now. I said that already. Twice. You, but you, you said because the mom was sick is why yeah. they moved out there? Yeah, because oh, to, to be close to the hospital. I said that very clearly the first time. And the second time I was like, yeah, and they moved out there to be All close right. to where I, the mom I is. was opening some tabs in Chrome. Mark doesn't listen to me. Uh, like 90% of what you say I listen to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically, when Miyazaki was a kid... His mom was in like a specialized hospital for mm. people with spinal tuberculosis for oh. nine years. Oh shit! And so yeah, they relocated to the to a countryside. Wow. House. Nine years after how many years? I, I well, I guess if she's able to like sit up and not in, uh, I don't know. I don't know what spinal tuberculosis is like, but I got I, after like four years, I'd be like, this is permanent, right? You can't do shit. Mm. You can't help me, especially because for him, that was that was probably like. Like 1950 or some shit. Back that back then they were just guessing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not a doctor. In we're the 50s. we're not doctors. We always forget to put that <laughs> disclaimer up top on the podcast. We are not medical doctors. Um. Yeah. So the little soot spreader bugs, whatever they are, leave and they go to this giant tree next door. Um, the little girls uh, and their dad, they work around the house. Um, it's been like, I don't know, a half hour. And I'm like, where's the cat? Because <laughs> we still haven't seen Totoro. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then they hop on, hop on a bike to visit their mom at the hospital. So this is where we learn about, this is like the in the first 15 minutes. We learn about the mom in the hospital. Um. Their mom. They tell their mom the house is haunted, and they love ghosts. Um, Satsuki made bentos for everybody because she is a good kid. Um, That's where I was a little like, wait, how old is she? <laughs> she's making bentos because she like she believes some. I guess when you're ten, maybe you could believe some stuff, but I think the dad says something, and like the little four year old girl believes it. Yeah, and then the ten year old girl also seemed to believe it, and I was like. You made lunch. What the fuck? You should. You, you seem too old to believe this shit. Mm. I don't know what ten is. Is what it turns out. Yeah. Sorry. Well, at ten, I was telling my sister stories that she believed. 
I was 10 and I was like, Pokemon are real. And she was like, no, but, but maybe. And then I got her to believe that Pokemon were real. It's like, yeah, my friend, she moved her, my friend Jennifer, she moved to Japan and she keeps emailing, emailing me. She says she can send me a Pokemon. And eventually my sister believed it because I faked an email. I'm impressed that your 10 year old friend knew how to ship a wild live animal. Mark, my friend didn't even move to Japan. It wasn't a real story. What? She didn't ship a Pokemon anywhere. Oh, and I guess you could just ship the Pokeball, actually. Yeah. That, that, God, if Pokemon were real, we would see Pokeballs. Because who wants to deal with putting a dog in a car or whatever? You just throw them in a Pokeball. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, do real animals, can real animals go in Pokeball, Pokeballs? Like, can you carry a dog around in a Pokeball? Or does it have to be like an, an Arcanine <sighs> or something? A Growlithe? That's a good question. I thought they were all the same, except some are really cool and some are not that what do you mean? Oh, you thought? No, I think in Pokemon, in Pokemon, the show, animals don't exist, so we don't encounter that problem. But in this reality where they do exist, are they pocket monsters or are they just animals? Mm, I don't know, Mark. We have never seen such a reality. I think I gotta call Jennifer. <laughs> By the way, Totoro is a like stutter or mispronunciation of the word for troll. Oh. She's trying to say Totoru. Mm, but, she's a, but she's a dumb little kid and so she's like Totoro because she doesn't remember how to say it or uh, that's so cute yeah um so Satsuki makes bentos Satsuki has a friend named Michiko that we see every once in a while yeah she shows up uh and she's like I'm gonna go to Michiko's house um meanwhile may is out collecting acorns or something and she sees a totoro she sees like a little weird cat thing a little one and then she see and then she starts to chase it and then she sees another one um and they are all running from her and she is chasing them i wrote down it looks like a cat chicken ghost because a chicken because i think it has chicken legs oh yeah yeah the little ones i think they do yeah chicken feet and they're they're like transparent. Um, so she chases after it and she turns around. She sees two of them, a blue one and a white one. She follows them through a hole like Alice in Wonderland. And uh, Definite Alice in Wonderland influence here. Yeah, because they're following. She's following a, ra- a rabbit into a hole. And then she f- sees kind of a thing that like doesn't exist. Like she goes to the tree and there's like a hole in the tree. And then she goes through that. And, and the cat like, bus smile is the Cheshire cat pretty much. Yeah, the cat bus looks like the Cheshire cat. I wrote that down. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they so she goes up into like a big tree and she falls down a rabbit hole in the tree and there's a big ass Totoro there. He's huge. He's a big he's the neighbor Totoro. He's him. He's, he's really him. He's the real guy. Um and I'm like, is he a good neighbor or a bad neighbor? Yeah, because he keeps like yawning and his mouth is open and he's got all these teeth and she's just like smiling on his stomach. And I'm like, you might fall in his mouth. Yeah. You could get eaten by the troll. She pokes him. He seems to be sleeping. I wrote down, she's trespassing. (laughs) She's trespassing on his property. (laughs) She is. (laughs) Trespassing, harassing animals. Yeah. Um, he like opens his eyes and he closes them again. He continues sleeping. She tickles his nose. What? Like, why does she do this? He just wants to sleep. Leave him alone. She tickles his nose and he sneezes. Um, she, he's huge and she's just crawling all over him. Uh, I wrote down, she's lucky he's not a carnivore. What if he was a bear? 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, she doesn't know if he was a car. He could have been a bit. This is, you know, this is maybe the dad failed in <laughs> in making her not afraid of ghosts because or afraid of anything because I don't know that thing could be dangerous. Anyway, she asks if he's a big dust bunny, and then they just make noises at each other because he just makes a noise at her and she makes a noise at him, and I think that's it. Uh, and then she's like, "You're a Totoro." What? Uh, and then. Uh, right, he makes a noise at her and she says, oh, you're a Totoro. And um, she falls asleep on him. Her sister comes back and uh, from hanging out with Michi, whatever her name is, Michiko. Yeah. And uh, the dad, the dad's like, oh yeah, I've just been working late. He's like working from home, I guess, with some papers all over his desk. And they're like, oh, where's May? And they're like, oh, let's go find her. And they find a hat near the entrance to the hole. They also find a shoe, I think, at some point. Right? Is That's that when they, they think she's dead. Oh, okay. Uh, they find That's a hat. the only like, dark moment of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they find a hat near the entrance of the hole, and she finds, uh, Satsuki finds May asleep in, in the hole, but not in a tree. Like, they're, like the tree is just intact. And uh, May's like, oh, Totoro, he's a pole, he's a troll in my picture book or something. Yeah, um, she has a three billy goat scruff or whatever. Ah, there is a troll in that. Mm. I, I don't remember the story. There's three goats. Well, it was there's also- There's three goats and there's a troll near the bridge. It was also referenced by Jojo, right, in part six with that stand, that Bohemian Rhapsody, that makes all the all the fairy tales come alive. But mm-hmm. I think- I think in JoJo, just a goat is an asshole. I th- and it's really scary, I think. The yeah. art is weird and creepy. The goat just like eats stuff. And it's not even a troll problem. I don't know. Mm. So they can't find the hole anymore from the big tree. and uh... Right. The tree just happens to be part of a shrine, a Shinto Japanese religion shrine. Well, the dad's like, oh, you probably met the king of this forest. You're lucky he doesn't come out very often. And then they see... that's Then they see... The, the tree they right they see the tree and the hole is gone and the dad says something like trees and people used to be good friends and they bow to the tree and they thank it for taking care of my may mm-hmm. um which is a big part of japanese religion which is animism feeling that inanimate objects although a tree is not inanimate truly but that you have to thank inanimate objects because they have spirits in i them. liked that i want to thank trees more okay just randomly we have several yeah, we should thank our trees. When you say we should, <laughs> are you going to lead the charge on this? Maybe. Maybe? Maybe when our baby gets bigger. I just, when you said we should, it sounded like you said someone should. I don't know. Someone should do this. I, you know what? Now that you've called me out on it, I'm not going to do it. Nobody's going to do I it. We're if, not going to thank our trees. If you feel it, that's probably enough. You know? Okay. Unless if, by the way, if the big tree... And our yard falls on our house. I'm not thanking that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we should be thanking it for not falling on our house all, all this time. Oh, uh, shit. This is, yeah, this has to be like an everyday thing. Yeah. All right. Thank you again for surviving this past storm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, later we see Totoro up on a branch. Uh, oh, yeah. May is in class. No, I'm sorry. Satsuki is in class and May like shows up. <laughs> May is too small to go to school, right? Yeah, she's forced, and I guess they don't have preschool or whatever. Yeah, so she was being watched by 
Nanny, the woman that they call Nanny. Right. Um, in the subtitles anyway. And she apparently insisted that she needed to see Satsuki. And so they let her go sit in Satsuki's class with her. Um, and the teacher is like, Satsuki's mom is in the hospital, so I want you all to be nice to her. Well, that's a crazy thing for them to say, but... Yeah. Well, I hear that that's bad because then you have it... I mean, in the hospital is different, but like I've heard stories of like where the teacher will announce to the whole class like so-and-so's mom died so be nice to them and then it's like that everybody's like come like everybody wants to talk to the kid and is like oh what happened to your mom oh i'm so sorry and every single like every like yeah. all day they couldn't escape it you know um so that's not cool for like everybody to know your things that make you sad um <sighs> on a lighter note um, yeah the little dust bunnies that are not really dust bunnies. They just wanted to come up with a quick name to say mm -hmm. it in English. Well, also, because it wouldn't make sense if they use like the Japanese, like, because like, if you watch it, you're like, okay, well, it seems like everybody knows what this is already. You know, it wasn't like, uh, like a mythology that like nobody knows, like a new thing, you know? Yeah, it's weird. It's hard to see because one name for them is wandering soot, but they're mm -hmm. also called like pitch black, black. And then suke is just like, it's just like a name. Mm. So it's just like pitch black, black little guys. I don't mm -hmm. know how to say it really even. But you could say uh, in some subtitles, they called them soot sprites, mm -hmm. which is actually hard to say. But they are the same thing as the little black creatures in Spirited Away that are carrying all the coal to the furnace. Ah. Oh. And they are also in, from last year, a short they worked with Disney, they worked for, they worked on for Disney Plus, where they cross over with Star Wars and Baby Yoda interacts with those little dust bunnies and they give him a flower. Hmm. I had to remember that Grogu is called Baby Yoda because... A lot of people are blessedly blind to the fact that Baby Yoda's name is Grogu. It's been said a hundred times that all Star Wars character names are stupid, but Grogu, I just, I don't, Baby Yoda was better. Baby Yoda was better, but he wasn't, he, he wasn't, he wasn't a Baby Yoda. Right, but it would, it would have been better if Yoda is just a, a Yoda. Yeah. Well, whatever. Anyway, if you want to see Makuro Kurosuke, Susuwatari, whatever you want to call them, talk to Grogu. Go find it on Disney Plus or something. Anyway, what else is happening, Jackie? They hang out in a little shrine to wait for the rain to stop, and Kanta sees them, and he walks past them at first with his umbrella. He offers it to Satsuki. Uh, he just gives it to her, and then he runs home, and he's very pleased with himself. Um, he's all wet, and his grandma is like, what happened? Like he tells, and he tells his mom that he lost it. Yeah, he tells his mom that he lost the umbrella. Um, but and she then, gets pissed at him. And then later, Tatsuki and May come by to return the umbrella, and they're like, "Thanks for lending us the umbrella." And so that was nice. Um, then I don't know if this is a different day. They see a bus on their way home, and they notice their dad wasn't on that bus. And then they're like waiting at the bus stop for their dad. I guess because it's raining. Yeah, they're waiting for their dad at the bus stop, which I don't know why he's not like, why did you 
wait for me in the rain. No one mm-hmm. said you had to wait at the bus stop. I know how to get to our house. Yeah, well, it was raining, so like you think maybe oh he didn't he doesn't have an umbrella. Let's when he get you know when he gets off the bus stop, we'll all share an umbrella. I didn't like seeing them standing alone in the dark in the rain. Yeah, was that your dad instincts? No, it's just my human instincts. Mm. I don't think children should be left unattended in poor weather in the dark. Mm. Maybe you feel differently. Uh, I don't know. It seemed fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is the thing is this is like this is like idyllic rural countryside. I'm not worried that like a murderer is going to come by, you know? Right. And I don't know. I don't know if this is really how it is in these parts of Japan or if this is just like an idealized version of that. Where, yeah, everybody is nice to each other and there's no murderers. Hmm. Anyway, sorry. Um. So it's dark. A lot of time passes. May gets sleepy and she starts to fall asleep. Um. I wrote down at this point, I thought this was going to be more about Totoro. Because they meet Totoro, but it's like so much, like he's hardly in it. And then Totoro finally shows up and he's, I wrote down, he's a giant bear cat. Um. And... He has a leaf on his head. Right. He has like a makeshift umbrella. It's and just like water's just dripping onto his nose. Yeah. Um she gives him right, they had an extra umbrella and that they were gonna give that to their dad. But she gives instead she gives her extra umbrella to Totoro and uh water starts dripping from a tree. He starts jumping in the rain. He starts jumping, and so the rain hits his umbrella, I guess. I don't know. It, make, it shakes all the water off the trees. Okay. Then the next bus comes up and it's a cat bus and it's like alive. Um, yeah. And, and it, I can't tell if it's horrifying or cute. It is mostly horrifying, I think. It's got so many legs. It's that, really like a cat centipede bus. And it looks like a Cheshire cat with a smile. But yeah. I, I didn't consciously acknowledge that until later we'll get there um <laughs> uh well actually i never consciously acknowledged well look we'll get there um so it, it totoro rides on this cat bus um and i wrote down totoro gives them a little gift but i don't remember what he gave them he gives them a little bundle and later they open it and it's just a bunch of fucking acorns oh okay i wrote down where is he off to um and he goes away on the bus Totoro took their umbrella. It stopped raining. They're happy they met Totoro. I don't know what this note says. Fick Toad approved it goes like ma. What does that mean, Mark? What did I write here? What'd you write? Fick Toad approves it goes like ma. Oh, they cut to a toad. And the toad just goes ma. Okay. And you took that to mean approval. I guess. It was just really a funny thing that they did as a movie. <laughs> They sleep with bugs next over them. <laughs> I think I'm too tired. I think my notes don't make any sense anymore. Um, the dad is still working. He works a lot. Yeah, I wrote that down. The dad works a lot. Um, Satsuki sees Totoro outside doing a little walking dance and jumping over her garden. Right, because they plant all the acorns from them, the bundle. I guess it's not stupid. And she she sees in the middle of the night Totoro and little Totoro's jumping back and forth over the garden. Oh, yeah. And then the sprouts grow into an insanely huge tree. Yeah. That it looks like Yggdrasil or something. It gets big really fast. 
Oh, right. It's a bunch of trees that fuse into one big tree. Yes. Um, and Totoro is spinning in a metal thing. And then he's flying. Well, once they all are looking at the tree together, somehow Totoro pulls out a big top and just pulls the string on it and it spins and then they all stand on it. And they, right. They fly into the air. This was all very cute and whimsical, but it's hard to describe, I think. Just a lot of stuff was happening, but it's very cute. Well, it's one of those things that works best in, in a cartoon visual yeah. media. No one's talking about what's happening and it's all believable because it all looks like a cartoon. Yeah. You don't see the bad CGI. I wrote down, what does this whimsical thing want? And that is my question. What does Totoro want? What's his deal? I don't think he wants anything from them. I think he's doing his thing. But when people want to join in, he's like, hey, why not? He's just a chill dude. And he just likes making little children happy when Aww. he can, I think. I think he, he's a chill dude. He's still holding the umbrella. Uh, their plants grow, but no trees, I wrote down. Yeah, when they wake up for real, ah. it's just, they just sprouted, which is still extremely fast if it was really yeah. just one night. Yeah, they're picking veggies with Nanny, uh, and they get a telegram for the, from their dad, and it says, hospital says, to contact them right away. It's from the hospital, right? Yes, which is scary. And it's like, contact them right away. Um... And they're kind of afraid that there's bad news about mom. They reach their dad um, and they're like, something happened and May cries. And then dad goes to check on the mom in the hospital. And they're like, what if she dies? Um, and May runs off. Oh, yeah. She has a, her little, she's holding corn. And I wrote down that it looks kind of like a dust bunny. Right. Because granny tells them at one point, like, yeah, like we, she has a garden or a farm rather with all these vegetables. And she's like, yeah, these will help you know, make you strong. And they're like, what if mom eats that? She's like, I bet it would help her health immensely. And How so cute. May is just like, <laughs> she has a, a an ear of corn and she's like, I have to get this to mom. That's so cute. She's running all over the place with it. Um, May runs off with her little corn, I wrote down. Um, And I was like, where is she going? And they can't find her anymore. And Satsuki's like, I'll go find her. Um, And she starts asking around. She asks some worker on a random hill, hey, have you seen this little girl? And he's like, nah. Um, Satsuki is running off after May. Um, they find her sand sandal in a lake, May's sandal, and we, the audience, still don't know where she is. So it does seem like, oh, maybe she's dead. Yeah. Um. Uh, Satsuki like finds the tree. She prays to the tree. It's dark but she goes in i don't know what she goes into she goes into something she falls into a hole and lets totoro know that may is missing right she she falls into the yeah into the rabbit hole and totoro smiles and he hugs her and he hails the cab thing yeah i think he yells a lot or something and oh he the, yells that's what i wrote down yeah he he yells and he starts flying and he flies to the top of the tree and then at this point i was like zone i was like not zoning out. I was falling asleep. So I was like, but I was like in the middle of typing and falling asleep. And so this note I took while basically asleep. Like my my brain was off, but I was still typing. This makes sense because you asked me twice how the bus knew where to go. Um, how the bus knew where to go? No, that's not what I asked you. The first time I asked you where how the bus knew where to go, and the second time I asked you, what does that sign say? Right there, you go. Yeah. And I guess you you claim to have told me what the sign says in Japanese at some they point. They subtitled it. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah. 
Um, but I, I just was later like, oh, look at the, what does that bus say? Um, and then you were like, you already asked me that. I'm like, no, I didn't. So I don't think that, that was. You didn't retain info that I had just given you. Sometimes I loan you out, Mark. Because you were tired. Or. Because. Or we, sometimes I zone you out even when I'm awake. We could have watched that movie 45 minutes earlier, but you wanted to watch more of the TV show we were watching. Mark, we don't need to get into all of that. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's what happened. I was not in the mood. And then I was in the mood. Okay. Totoro. So it worked out. Anyway, okay. this is the note that I wrote while asleep. This is what a sleeping me wrote. I guess that makes the Cheshire Cat famous. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> and this was the first time. The and, and this is the first famous. time that I acknowledged I was asleep. Like, but this is the first time I acknowledged it was the Cheshire Cat bus because before that, I like I think I I think I thought it, but I didn't. I didn't really think about. It. I just kind of just kind of went over me. You know, I was just like maybe you meant to say. I guess this like confirms that the Cheshire Cat is well known even in Japan. I think like famous, it's famous in Japan. I think famous. I think I mean, I think I started to go into a different dream, like, and then I woke up. By the way, <laughs> the Cheshire Cat and Alice in Wonderland. Yes. Okay, so in this case, this like smiling cat thing that I think can it phase in and out of vision? Did it disappear? The cat bus. I don't remember if I saw it okay. do that. Well, here's the thing with this cat bus: it can go like anywhere. It can carry people. It's probably nice and soft and warm. Yeah. The Cheshire Cat doesn't it just say cryptic bullshit and then vanish? It's not helpful. It's not helpful. It's no, not, right? he's kind of a jerk. But yeah. uh, but see, all of the all of the characters in 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 Wonderland are kind of jerks. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> Some of them very much so. <laughs> um, he's just a little clever fuck with a little his little grin. He just like laughs. He's just laughing at everything. I just picture if the Cheshire Cat were here and they're like, "I need to find my sister May," and he's like, "I don't know where to look," and then he just vanishes. Basically, but in like a cuter way. Yeah, something goofy. She'll be like, I don't know which way to go. And he's like, well, where do you want to Where do you want to get to? Where do you want to end up? And she's like, well, I don't know that either. And he's like, well, then it doesn't matter which way you go. But he can't say it doesn't. But that's like, I, where's your sister? Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to find her. Then it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter where you start looking. She could be at the bottom of a pond. Yeah. That's the dark part of this movie. <laughs> is when everyone's looking for May, they found the sandal on a pond and they're all poking with sticks in the pond. And I think they're doing that to see if they hit a body. Mm. I think. Otherwise, I don't know how poking sticks in a pond is going to help. Yeah, if you can't see her in the pond, she's dead. She's got to be in there. Mm. I don't know. But anyway, the bus shows up. Yeah, the yelling made the cat bus come. Um, and the bus is going to May. Right, I wrote down the bus is going to May, I guess. Um, that's where, that's what, what it said on the sign. Right. Cause when it shows up, it says like forest to shrine, you know, mm -hmm. like how it might say like Nara to Kobe or something. So like city to city, area to area. And then it just changes to just Hiragana, May. Mm. And then basically it's like, it's just going to go to where May is. Doesn't yeah. matter where she is. What a useful thing. Anyway, it flies like the never ending story. It's not a bus anymore. It just flies. Um, and trees move out of the way. And the bus finds May, and May is like, oh, I just wanted to take the corn to mom. Um, and the cat bus takes him to the hospital. And the mom is fine. She just had a cold. <laughs> that was the whole thing. The mom just had a cold. She's fine. Yeah, if you're the fucking <laughs> telegram worker at the hospital, you're a dickhead to just yeah. send 
call right away for your yeah. chronically ill mother. And mm-hmm. then you go, oh, she just has a little sniffle. Mm. You should put the sniffle in the telegram. Uh yeah, and mom, I think she's talking to the dad here. And she says that she's going to spoil them for a while when she gets home, which I thought was cute. Yeah, and like they don't see the girls, but they do see the corn, right? Is the corn just left there on the windowsill or did I make that up? Oh, I don't I don't remember. Which is weird because they watch they watch her. Yeah, they don't see the mom. They don't actually go like see her, but they watch her from a window and they're like, "Oh, mom is fine." And then, the, yeah, the, you're right. Okay, they leave the corn on a windowsill. Which is stupid because if you want your mom to eat corn, do not wordlessly leave it on a windowsill. I'm not eating window corn. Yeah. I I mean, they're kids. They don't know any better. But if yeah. you, if, if I don't care how good it looked, that's disgusting. Whose vegetable is this? I'm not yeah. going to go, oh, I'll just eat it. Maybe the hospital used it as a medical tool. Anyway. Anyway, they go home and the cat bus disappears and everyone is happy in the end. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't crazy about this. I thought there would be more weird cats. It's a vibes-based movie. It is like an entirely a vibes movie. It's very similar, I think, to Kiki's Delivery Service, you know, because Kiki's Delivery Service is also just like a girl moves to a town and it's, you know. I and think it's there just was like, more of a plot. But with, there is, there's yeah. definitely more of a plot with Kiki's, but it's, I think, a similar thing because sometimes it's just like she just goes and then she just goes to the town and she meets this person, you know, it's yeah. like. I will say yeah, that. It's, it's all, it's slower, you know, it's slower. It's like. This is just life in the countryside. Yeah, and apparently this this movie like wasn't doing super well and wasn't like gonna even break even. But then like Totoro like plushies came out. Ah. And then it took off. Um Yeah, I'm gonna look up his like filmography, his like how many movies he, he scored, but yeah. The soundtrack here is done by Joe Hisaishi. Uh, who has done like almost every fucking Miyazaki movie. Yeah. And he just knows how to make shit sound like magic. Like this sense of like wonder and magicalness. And I'm like mm-hmm. happy to say that maybe it was something that I heard knocked off when I was a kid, but it's not the kind of thing that I remember from being a kid and like being more wowed by this. Like Joe Hisaishi's music I've only heard as an adult and it still like fills me with this like feeling of of awe and and wonderment and so i think that's really cool um but yeah he also did ponyo porco rosso princess mononoke nausicaa laputa kiki spirited away did i say that howl's moving castle which we haven't seen um and uh miyazaki just had a movie come out by the way his final movie Mm. just came out called the boy and the heron should we it just came out should we see it uh well it came out four days ago five days ago in japan Mm. i don't remember when it's coming out to the u.s Mm. um oh they they're screening it in imax that's pretty sick um but yeah so it's called the boy and the heron in english it's it's being written about a bunch because there's zero marketing they did like a beyonce album drop for it pretty Mm. much not not totally like they just didn't really market it much in japanese the title is how do you live Oh. Which almost feels accusatory. <laughs> but maybe in Japanese it doesn't quite work yeah. out that way. Um But yeah. Um yeah, so Totoro is it's a lot of vibes. It is definitely like I like the cute thing, which is 
fine. I'm not saying these, these movies are for children, right? They're not for 36 year old people. Um, so I'm not mad at it. I'm not saying it's bad or anything, but I do have more interesting info for you. Uh, the dub, the first, I guess, first dub of the film was distributed in America by Troma Films. Troma is like, not under their name though. They had like a nicer label, 50th Street. But, um, Troma makes things like the Toxic Avenger, I think Samurai Cop, uh, Cannibal the Musical. So just like a bunch of weird B-movie like horror and stuff is uh, what Troma does. But I guess they were smart enough to know that this movie would be popular with the kiddos. Uh, the father's voice actor is Shigesato Itoi, who created Mother and Earthbound. Mm. Uh, and he has almost no other voice uh, credits. I don't know if this is why he got the job, but he also wrote a lot of the taglines for Studio Ghibli movies. Oh. And I'm reading them. They're very simple, but they're good. Like for Grave of the Fireflies, at four and 14 years old, they thought to live. Mm. Kiki's Delivery Service, this is translated by Kotaku, so I don't know. But the Kiki's Delivery Service tagline is, I felt bummed out, but now I'm good. <laughs> that's not, that doesn't sound related. That, that's going to be me when I watch Oppenheimer. Yeah. Um, he's got some good ones. Uh, in here too but um yeah i don't know if he was like doing copywriting and and tagline writing and then they were like why don't you do a fucking voice but yeah somehow that's the guy who does that voice um right yeah they for a world expo thing in 2005 they built the house that they live in in, somewhere Mm -hmm. in japan so you can go visit like a real life creation of the house that the family lives in in Japan, which is pretty sick. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. I gotta say, I, I don't know if I'll rewatch this. I mean, unless we like show like a Totoro plush to our daughter and she's like, I must see the source of this, then I'll rewatch it. Yeah. Um, but it made me think to myself that A, I would like to rewatch Spirited Away because I did fall asleep while watching that. Oh. Um, but uh, it's it's not a Miyazaki, but I'd also like to rewatch Whisper of the Heart. Which one is that? Whisper of the Heart is like there's like it's the they have country uh country roads or concrete roads all over it, and it's like a girl lives next door to a boy who wants to be a violin maker or something. Oh yeah, okay. You said that's and not there's Miyazaki. There's like a magical cat, right? Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. Miyazaki, but it's the same. That's yeah, that one was good. We oh, should watch it, the I'm sequel. Sorry. We should watch the sequel. Right, the cat something. It's written by Miyazaki. Oh. Or no, it's the screenplay's Miyazaki, directed by a different person. But mm. yeah, this made me made me want to rewatch that one because thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? I remember parts of it, and it's you know something about it I like. So there's a few Miyazaki type type uh type movies that i like to rewatch. oh yeah there's a live action film sequel to whisper of the heart that came out last year which is crazy <laughs> so yeah i'm still down to watch miyazaki this did not totally put me off to it is it my least favorite studio ghibli or miyazaki movie maybe yeah maybe I, we're not gonna get hate for that right like listeners you guys you're not like the type of people. Miles to be liked it. Right? We should ask Miles why he liked it. 
I don't know. I bet if you rewatched it, you'd be like, that wasn't that good. Mm, no, Miles liked it. So I don't put much faith in uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I see why. Okay. What happened? Just like all the Studio Ghibli movies have high ratings, except one that came out in 2020 called mm. Earwig and the Witch, but it looks like shit. They use 3D animation and it does uh, not look like it looks good even. Uh, also, Tales from the Earth Sea has poor reviews, but I don't know why. Oh, it's Miyazaki's son, right? Okay. Any final thoughts? Final thoughts. Uh, I would have liked to see more Totoro in this movie. There should have been more Totoro, and I'd like to hear his opinions. Yeah, I want to know what his desires are. I think, I mean, I'm pretty sure he wants trees. He wants trees. Yeah, because he plants them and helps them grow. Oh, that's nice. Oh, is he the king of the forest? He is the king of the forest. You know what it is? And he likes to sleep in them. He does like to sleep inside them, so he just wants a bigger house. Uh, but thinking about it, he collects these acorns, which fall from trees and naturally don't need to be collected by anybody because they are the seeds, really. Mm. He collects them, but we don't really see him plant them. The girls plant them and then he just helps them grow. Mm-hmm. So I don't really get it. Because why are you collecting them if you only give them as a gift when someone gives you a gift in the form of an umbrella? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, this is why we needed more Totoro. We need to get his whole vibe. We need to get we do get his vibes. We need to get his opinion and how his his mechanics work. Have yeah. I stretched enough? I think yeah, we I'm need stretching. like a backstage interview with him. Anyway. Yeah, we have to get him a big director's chair to sit in. Mm. That's it for us, folks. Let's talk about what we're gonna watch next week. So it's not quite it's not quite that's it. It's not it. We're still going because I have to tell you, don't hang up, please. Next week we will be watching probably the first three episodes of Trigun Stampede. Have we seen Trigun? I thought we saw Trigun. We saw Trigun. the original Trigun. We saw multiple guns. I wanted to. <laughs> uh, Nobody paid us for that one? Nope. Okay. Uh, and I wish I had handpicked the episodes a little bit better because some of the episodes could have been better. But Trigun Stampede is shorter and probably uh, probably hits harder, faster. And uh, Miles cannot escape. He will be on the next episode at gunpoint if necessary. Uh, so we'll talk to you then, folks. Until then, bye. Stay planting trees. Bye. Thank you, trees. Bye.